This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs, also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with muck delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because when I want my spicy shrimp pad thai, I want it on time. Because, baby, there's no time like the present, especially when it's pad thai related. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months, $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. On time, pad thai, baby. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends 2-19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See Uber.com slash Uber One for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimums apply. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. For all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Happened in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reached the final. For the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Tune in and join in now. Right, Chris. 
All right there. How the devil are we all? Um, I'm going to start. Apologies. I know we are a tad late. I have a note for my mother here. Uh, <laughs> we are having problems connecting with Elton. I can see him there. I can see his little, his little square comes up saying he's trying to connect, but it isn't connecting to his phone. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I, I'm of an age now where I have kids. And I have kids to do that sort of thing. So I can't really help him. Uh, his phone is saying, no, um, it won't connect at all when he tries to connect mic and uh, mic and camera. Um, so apologies again. We were, saying, we were hoping to get Elton and he's trying to get in. Uh, I can see that he's doing that now. Um and we will try and get it sorted. <laughs> so, but thank him, bless him, bless him for even trying. And do appreciate. It. He's a lovely, lovely man. As I, I know, he's not doing this on purpose. But um, there we go. Let's hope uh, his team come across similar sort of problems tomorrow night. Anyway, we have somebody. Well, I might as well just. I might as well move into this guy. I'm. I'm doing three things with him tonight. And there's so many places I could go with that, but I am refusing to. And so we're welcoming him. It is every young girl's dream. Yes, it is the the totty of the uh, totty of the show. It's Brad. Good evening, Brad. Evening, Brad. Before the ladies get carried away, I'm spoken for, happily spoken for. But <laughs> it's a nice pleasure. Um, but <laughs> sorry, guys. <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I you, you, you weren't expecting that intro, were you? Let's be honest. No, I was not, mate. No, I wasn't. Renny, good evening. How the devil are you? Keep us updated. He said he is um, watching Liverpool versus Man United. I guess a few people are. Um, if, 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 he's, if he's listening, the only advice I could give is he might have to go on to his, his settings or, or go on to the, the settings of the actual app itself on his mobile Find settings on StreamYard, and if it's not, and, and find there, there'll be like a a permission section. And basically, what you have to do is, I think it's on your phone settings. It's on your permit, and you go to your permissions, and you have to allow StreamYard to broadcast to your phone. Oh, so I don't know well. if you can hear me, but he might have to go to. I think it's on his phone settings. Go to settings, find phone, and then maybe permissions. It's somewhere around there. You can YouTube it how, how, how exactly it is, but you have to allow StreamYard onto a mobile device. Oh. The, fir the first time we did it a while ago, working. switched it off. So I've, I, I've had it on the odd occasion with this. Yeah, so oh, that idea, might yeah. Be it for, if, if he's listening, can hear. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, I mean, Andrew, you, you're not going to miss Craig, are you? You've got two handsome people here. You know, one one for the one for the older lady, and then one for the ladies with choice. Even though he's taken, you know, they can look at him and enjoy it. Spencer, good evening. How are you, uh, Rich? Good evening. Great channel of Rich Sports. Get over there. Oh, new logo, Rich. Uh, get over there and give him some support. He's a Man United fan, and and he needs. He needs all the support he can do. If you heard a beep in the background, that's Elton trying to get in as well. Um, Everton, in fact, to get something from this, uh, at least one of the games versus you, if they're going to stay up. I think so. I think so. Um, and Rich uh, also says Elton looks very much like Brad. 
it, it, master of disguise, master of disguise. He can't, you know, he's he's well known out, and he's he's got to sort of come in on. It's like Easter resurrection, love. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, Terry says, uh, "Now you know why I never attempt to come on the show." Streamyard rules. It's it's technology, mate. As I say, I'm of an age where I have children. It's taken 20-odd years to find a, a use for them. But uh, but no, I mean, Rich says there, Brad, uh, evidently we're going to get something from uh, from at least one of the games against us. I mean, I've got to be honest with you, there's a meme going around where you can see Everton sort of jumping for joy and dancing. Um, well, how true it is, I don't know, at Burnley sacking Dyche. But they've got to be sat there. If I was an Everton fan, I'd be sat there now thinking, yes. I mean, you would, and then you remember that you get a win and it's counted for nothing last time. They went on a big yeah. losing streak. So, and then they've just seen Burnley have an absolute, and I saw what I mean for an absolute Adam Luckman, didn't they, with a penalty situation. And again, they really couldn't afford to. They needed to, they needed to get that win. It would have been vital for them, but they still would have taken positives given everything that happened, what, 24? 30-odd hours before that game, that the players, yeah. to their credit, to get anything from that game was a, a great effort, considering what happened. So they, they they might have felt how Burnley may have obviously felt when they saw that Everton had beat Man United. They might have gone, oh, at least it's not three points, but they've still got something. They've still, they've still got five. So these players still know that Burnley are going to see this out. The players showed that. So, you know, they're going to be no, nervous. No. Wild. I think they're going to be nervous. I think we need to get at them. And I think it's a term that I've heard a lot with the cricket side. And if anyone's a cricket fan, I'll understand it. I think it's clear from what Rogers is saying and what we've seen. And until the foreseeable, for the, for the foreseeable future, easy for me to say, I think we're going to see rest and rotate. And I think that could play into our hands against Everton. I think we'll see that effect of rest and rotate. Yeah, I think I think definitely we're going to be rotating. And I think the thing that disappointed me on um, on the weekend, Sunday. I mean, Newcastle were at home, obviously, and that's always you know uh, <laughs> the proverbial twelfth man. But that was yeah. virtually the team, apart from Perez, that had played against Crystal Palace and played so well. Um, yeah. and I looked at that and thought, yeah, brilliant, fine. And we didn't, you know, play play particularly badly. We got we got caught out at the end, and I think it's I think we discussed it at the time. It's difficult because you know you play in Newcastle, it's one one. We were on top, I think, towards the end, and you have a go at Rogers if he brings on defensive substitutions. <laughs> but he wasn't, he was going for it and he got caught out. The guy's in a lose-lose situation, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day. We one one moment plays out differently in that game, and by that I mean Tillemans gets takes him out of the game, takes the foul, takes the card, or Soanchu puts in a better ball over the top and doesn't give it away. Either of them two moments that in that incident happen any different, and we will put we, we we was going to have a show talking about how it's probably a positive point, um, given Newcastle's mini. You know, we you know we yeah. we look we'd spit a positive on it, wouldn't we? And that's yes. all it was at the end of the day. Because, like you said, it wasn't like we were dreadful and deserved to beat it. It was heart wrenching. Sent shivers down the spine and flashbacks of Spurs. 
and uh, and then we kind of shook it off. We kind of went, okay, we go again. We, we realised probably as fans that that was a game that was meant to kind of mm. sort of be the game where we saw from a very good squad probably one of our not not our strongest eleven available. We actually used that to to probably put out to give certain players a rest, and that's what we're going to be seeing. You know, right so we've got run. we've got two games a week. Yeah, you know, and right the end of a, end of that run, Chris, and that could go all the way for another two more games. Yeah, Tillemans is playing every game. Kdh is playing every yeah. game, and at I some point they're going there, to they're going to be knackered, aren't they? Yeah, I think if it's possible, which would probably see um, Samori, um, Madison. And Mendy in that middle three um, to accompany it, but I can see your retirements and Dewsbury Hall getting a rest. Oh, I hope so. I, I, I really, really hope so. And if not, Samari Chowdhury, you know, we've got, yeah, we've got him. We, he's never yeah. let us down, in fairness I mean, I know, to him. I know we've got Villa the weekend after it, haven't we? Yes, we have. Yeah. So yes. We can always then still afford to. Bring them on as a substitute. Yes. In yes. in that game, if things go well against Everton, it'll be a bit different if we don't get the result we're we wanting from this game, I think. But mm. you feel if we get if we can get the three points here, it allows for an extra rest to rotate and you know, some players get some more minutes on the boots in case they're required on Thursday night. And then you give, you know, a Dewsbury Hall and 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 Yuri fully rested, no excuses not to perform. Yeah. At their best, especially Tillemans, who we've caught a bit of slack to because he hasn't been rested every game, like you know, any mm. other game like like Jusbrill has. Although obviously Jusbrill's performed at a better rate, but that's how it's gonna have to work and and it'll be interesting, but I, I think we should have enough for Everton. I mean, Rennie, by the way, happy birthday to your dad tomorrow. Yeah, let's hope Leicester give you three uh, three points for a birthday present for yeah. him. Andrew says there, are these games important? Or does it go all out for the Europa Conference Cup? Do you know what? I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll give my thoughts first and then I'll see, what, see if you agree with me or disagree, Brad. But with, with Newcastle, we had three, three points up for grabs. And I think if we'd got those three points... There was nothing to say that we couldn't make a, a late run for for seventh place. Um, it, it was on. It was an outside. It was a very outside chance. But teams do sort of put these runs together and, and manage to sneak in. I mean, everybody was writing off Liverpool last season until the until the last game of the season yeah. and they did us. I think losing at Newcastle for me has kind of said, nah, forget it. You know that that's not going to happen. Now we're not going to go down. We're not going to get into Europe. So does it matter? I mean, I know it matters financially whether we finish uh, 9th, 10th, 11th or 12th because there's obviously millions between the positions. But, I, excuse me, I am now thinking I want to go all out for the Europa Europa Conference League. Yeah, because the, it doesn't make any difference where we finish now. We're not going down, so it doesn't make any difference where we finish, does it, in, in the no, league, really? No, 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 it doesn't, but... It'd be, it'd be very naive of and very unprofessional, in my opinion, of them players and the manager, and very uncharacteristic, may I just add, first of all, just to add to that, of the players we've got there to suddenly just go, 
don't care about an Everton game, not bothered if we win it or not. Oh, no, 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 if they're up against it and it's one or they'll, they they take it and it's you can see I don't that that was a bit over dramatic. I, 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 yeah, I probably didn't make, make it quite I obvious. I'm sorry, I kind of meant that when he's picking the teams, he picks the strongest ones for the for the Europa and makes the changes for the um, for the sort of league games, if you like. I'm not saying don't play or put a, the kids out or anything like that. I'm just saying make sure the strongest teams go out. I think for the for the Europa. Yeah, but uh, you know, I, w- I would like to say I'd like to sit here, Chris, and be able to say any team that's got a European game to prepare for and dream of winning any form of European trophy at the end of it would mm. always. Can't, would sit here and be called a liar and happily say, yeah, I am lying by saying I don't want my strongest team out for them games so we can have the best chance of winning it. You'd be a fo- you're be lying to me if you're saying you don't want our best team. For a Leicester perspective, if you tell them, if you come on here and type and say, no, I want, I, I don't want us to play our strongest team against that because I'm not bothered about it, then either you're lying and you're bad at it or I'm absolutely... Dumbfounded at why you wouldn't, because I say that about any team. I don't understand the disrespect these competitions, and I'm not just saying it's Leicester in it to win it, but it's it's regardless. The Europa League gets disrespect disrespected. We was only talking about it in the show, and I've seen a few others have talked about it since. The, look at the quality. Don't look at the name. Don't judge competition by saying. Look at the actual quality of teams that are left in each competition. Yeah. Look at yeah, some yeah. of the names that have been knocked out by these teams that are left in this competition. Villarreal knocked out by Munich. Was it Frankfurt that knocked knocked out um, Barcelona? Could be wrong. It wasn't, you know, it isn't a side that's talked about a lot when you think of these competitions as in what you class as the big lot. So don't yeah. give every you know, give every competition its dues. Do you really think Jose does it look like Jose Marino, one of noted as one of the best managers in this generation that we've seen? Mm. And that, that's something that you know people probably put him easily in the top three of their of the best managers to, to be in the Premiership. I don't know about all time. Some people might not have him in the top five because they don't really like him. But the majority probably, if you're saying still in management, probably would have him in the top three. Definitely a top five, if not right. He seems to be taking the conference fairly seriously with Roma. I think so, I think all the ones that are left think, in it. Ah, oh, to be honest with you, yeah. it's only those, it's only those English clubs that aren't in it. Yeah, because some of them would actually say they'd rather not be in it when they haven't won the, they haven't won a European Cup since it was known as the Milky Way Cup or whatever. No, and they haven't won any cup for fourteen years, and when yeah, they are in yeah. it, they get thrown out. But I'm just, but I mean, if if I'm looking at Yuri and I'm thinking, right, he he is getting a bit tired. Do I play him tomorrow or do I save him? Um, well, let's say the Aston Villa yeah. game, because that's closer. Do I play him against Villa or do I save him for Roma? I think I'd sooner have him on against Roma if he's only going to play one. You, you manage your squad, though, because it's easy to turn, yeah. turn and trust any squad that you put out and say it is done for that. And like we've just discussed there, you would say you want your strongest squad available. But also, I don't know if it was Rogers that actually said this as a manager here, but I know what a less manager has said this where... They said they put their best team out available. So that means, you know, would he be resting 
Tillemans, you have to think about it this way. Would he be resting Tillemans or potentially rest, you know, weighing up the idea of giving Tillemans a rest? Yeah. And play him in the Villa game if we didn't have Roma? And I think the answer is still yes. Mm. I think even if we didn't have, let's say Roma didn't exist, let's say we got knocked out, let's pretend we're not, yeah. Pretend yeah. We're not in it, right? Given the fixture list as it is, playing on a Sunday, Wednesday, and Villa's Saturday, is it? Yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Villa Saturday. Yeah. I think a player that's showing that he's fatigued and struggling a bit as well, and a young lad that is not an actual machine despite appearances on the pitch, yeah. may give him the gifted break to a, a well-earned rest, as they can say in football. I still think he would rest potentially rest these players, and they're more likely to get rested against Everton than they were anyway. I just think the impetus is you may, instead of playing them in 90 minutes against Villa, because we've got another league game not for another week, we have mm. to bear in mind we also then have another game on Thursday, so why not give him 20 minutes at the end against Oh, Villa? yeah, that was a, yeah, 20, yeah, 20 minutes. I'm on about sort of starting and what have you. And, yeah. I mean, Terry said there, it is all about game management. Um, yeah, yeah. And I like I could say, just give you a three-hour presentation on that. I apologise. Right. No, 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 not at all. I, I sort of, um, I, I get it, but I just think, like I say, if we're going to get into Europe next season, we know it is now going to be um, via, the, via winning the conference. We're not going to get yeah. in probably on the table. I think, I said, that Newcastle loss, really, any slight chink of light that we had has, has been snuffed out. But like I say, so for me, and you look at that squad that we put out, and you look at the bench that we've got now, and we've got two teams. You know what yeah. I mean? We've got two. We've said this all season, haven't we? We've we've got the squad size now, but the problem's yeah. been they've all been bloody injured, so we can't get you know. Now we've we're as, we've, we're as close as we are to having a fully fit squad, barring maybe you know there's a couple, obviously. But yeah, I mean, look, got, yeah, barring the obvious ones that are out. Yes, a, yeah, yeah. So you, you know you. It's a great thing to say, right, you know, against Everton, we're going to play James Justin at left-back. And then against Roma midweek, we've, we've got Castagna to come in there or vice yeah. versa, whichever. And, and you know, you've got, you've got these options now, so use them. Because the last thing you want to do is turn up against Roma and be absolutely sort of knackered and not be able to perform yeah. at all. But it will be interesting, you know, Brendan, he always throws a... A square ball yeah. into there somewhere to, to confuse us all. Uh, Elton yeah. actually sent me a message, uh, and he did actually say this. He said, seven of your players would walk into our side. Tomorrow is like a huge cup tie for us. Goodison will be rocking under the lights, and that could tip the balance our way. I think he's right. I think he's right. I think it, yeah, it, it, it helped yeah. with the Newcastle one. I think yeah. Elton uh, says that totally right. Um but yeah, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going into this game confident. I'm. I'm going to this game probably more confident than others are because I just, I just feel the one thing we've seemed to have managed to do, even in this bad season, even in this season that's dropped off in terms of results wise than it has over the last few seasons in the league, you know, at least and. Reasons are what they are, but you know, you you look at this game and you just think the one thing they have managed to do, even if it's taken a game extra to do it, is our bounce back ability. 
from these bad results. We've had a few more this season, but we've always found a way to bounce back. You know, it's it's. Yeah. I don't really remember. I mean, what was our biggest stretch without like a win and even a draw was maybe thrown in that run? I think it was like three or four games a season. Mm, I'm not percent, yeah. But I'd like to think, yeah, I, I, I'm actually fairly optimistic that we will get at these because you have to remember if we don't switch off from a set piece, for the love of God, please don't switch off from a set piece. Yeah. And we can get that second goal, which we didn't get um, against Newcastle, which, which in my opinion would have killed it off because they weren't doing anything. Their crowd was quiet. We got their crowd frustrated. Yeah, did. While, yeah. while we were in front, the, you know, the impetus of that was, was with that game. And I know some Newcastle fans have generally come out and said that. If we'd have taken more of our chances, then it would have killed them off and they wouldn't have got what they did. Yeah, but, you know, yeah. I'm not taking away anything from their win because it was a, it, it, they deserved yeah. it for digging in and, yeah. and staying in the game the way they did, and and and, and punished us rightfully. But I'm, what I'm saying is, if we correct the mistakes, and we do get a couple, get an early goal, and then we find the second goal of the game, I just don't see Everton getting into it. No, no. Uh, thanks, Renny. By the way, Renny's Renny's off, so thank you for doing that. I mean, this is our. Um... This is our record against Everton here. I mean, we played 30 times in the Premier League. Um, they've won uh, 10, we've won 6. Um, they've won 5 at home, we've only won 2 away. So, under a normal season, you're going to look at that and say, yeah, you know, that's going to be, be Everton's game. But... I'm, I mean, they are fighting for their lives, literally, aren't they? I mean, you know, when you look at the table, I mean, yet yeah, they're in 17th, but they're only three points ahead of Burnley. Um, and that's going to be a very interesting game um, for them on Thursday night because they're at home and it's the first home tie since, obviously, Sean Dyche uh, was, was given his marching order. So that's going to be a great atmosphere. They can probably get something from that one. Um, you know, I mean, they're playing Southampton and Everton have got sort of well, they've got us, I'm not sure they got after us, but they are going to be fighting for their lives, they're going to be looking at that, and they can still get drawn into it and they can still go down. And we are going to have to be at our best, yeah. And that's why he'll pick the side that he's going to pick because it'll be the fittest, most available, uh, and best player that he can pick it, you know, and it, it'll. <sighs> You know, play the record again. We've got to rest and rotate because of the amount of games we've got. You know, the fact that we're still in two competitions, so that makes our games close, even closer together. You know, it's going to be what it is. So the players that come in, you know, we've seen Dewsbury Hall take his chance. We've seen, you know, th this was the first time that a player, a youngster's come into the squad and have not been thrusted in to it they've worked away I, I mean since Harvey Barnes since Harvey Barnes was probably the last one that really worked the way in and I'm not saying these guys didn't work the way in because obviously they came in they played brilliantly so I'm talking about the likes of Fana but to see a Dewsbury Hall do what he's done it, it, it's great to see mm. he's, you know, he's gone out on loan he's suppressed he's worked his way on the training ground he's got in you know we've been kind of forced to throw these for Farners and that in at the deep end you know they haven't had the luxury of I've been given a chance to kind of go, yeah, you've impressed me to earn it. And they've kind of 
probably played with a bit more doubt. So it's even better that they've been such a success. Yeah. Just yeah. It, it's it's still a good generation to see, you know, isn't it? What 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 it we're is. seeing. These players keep stepping yeah. up. I just see it happening. Um yeah. in this running as well. That's why I don't think we'll drop our standards now, even though you know we missed well, out. You would, you would hope that the squad players that we've got would be able well, to... Well, they were looking to get into Brendan's plans for Roma as well, weren't exactly, they? Exactly, exactly. And, of course, you know, we've got the summer coming up when rumours of a clear out. There's going to be a few players there that um, that want to, um, you know, got a point to prove. Um, yeah. Elton just messaged me again. We beat United by being up for it. But you, uh, but you are a far better side. Thank you very much, Elton. Uh, if I were a neutral, which of course I'm not, I would have a fiver on Leicester to win. Your guys will find it very intimidating tomorrow. It'll be more of a uh, test of their bottle than their ability. Uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, th- this is when this is, like I say, for for Everton, it's it's, it's a do or die because they'll be looking at this. Let's be honest; they'll be looking at this and thinking. Yeah, this is a Leicester side that's not been on the game this season, um, for whatever reason, you know. But they'll look at it and think this is a winnable game for us. Where if it was sort of maybe Liverpool, Man City come in, they'd be thinking, mm, you know, maybe not. Oh, again, they took the free hit, uh, didn't they, at Man, Man Man United? And I appreciate that, you know, the fan think that uh, we're a better side than Manchester United because although we're not in the league position, better wise, I, I, I'd agree with that. I think yeah, yeah. Manchester United are hoping, put, uh, you know, the talks of us putting all our eggs in a competition where they're, they're obviously putting all their eggs on their new manager um, yeah. who's coming in. So, you know, but we are probably better than them at this current moment. You know, we, we're on a better level. I, I would very much agree with that point. But yeah. again, they're going to think it's winnable. They have to think it's winnable. And what we yeah. have to do is make sure we turn up. This is one of them games that, as a manager, you don't really like having to give that pre-match talk to because you, you feel like you're telling them to not to, to do the job in a, in, in a weird way because you're like, don't let it slip. Don't drop your standards here. These, you know, you mm. give that cliche, these are fighting for the live speech as if to, as if, <laughs> as if to say you're talking about them taking on Elite Two side or something, you know what I mean? You have to remember yeah. these are in the premiership and have been for a long, long time, and they're not going to want to give that, or you think they're not going to want to give that up without a fight. So, we, well, nobody's going to want to go down, you would have thought, you know, without a fight, you know, and yeah. whatever, whatever standard, you know, the, the team or players are. And I say Everton have been a, a mainstay of, of the top flight for, for probably longer than, than most other clubs. I mean, that's the form going into the, into the game tomorrow. Uh, I mean, let's let's look at Everton's first of all. They beat Man United, but like Elton said, there you know, they and we know that. I mean, they're beatable, and I, and I think they must be getting a little bit worried about their game tonight against Liverpool. Um, yeah. They lost to to Burnley, uh, but that was literally that was a war of attrition, and you know it could have gone either way that one. Uh, but Burnley went for it. I mean, but the thing is, Burnley won it, and then haven't. Moved on from there. They didn't take advantage of that. Uh, lost to West Ham, which you know they're they're sort of a top top seven team. Um, they beat Newcastle, which was ad- admirable because obviously Newcastle well they beat us. We know that, uh, and they lost, but only just to Wolves. I mean, there's nobody in there that is giving them a good hiding. No, no, and it's not going to be easy. I'm certainly, I'm hopeful, and I might have tongue in cheek put out a few predictions of like a four or five nil. But 
it won't be that easy. Um, just, you know, and if it is that easy, then you have to look at that and, and think uh, that could be the last, you know, the, the sword that broke the camel's back, as they say. Because if, if we do go out there and stroll to a 4 5 nil, I think Everton fans will go back to looking at the nails and asking them to grow a bit quicker so they can buy them off again. Because that would be a hell of a, you know, a, a, mm. a, of a shot if we managed to go. Not saying we're not capable of it, but to say that they'd lose all their fight. Surely, if we went out there and beat four or five nil, so we just got to yeah. do our job. You know, you look at the last three results before I defeated Newcastle. Got seven points out of a nine. If we can get the result one nil, two one, three nil, I'm not arsed as long as it's a win for Leicester. You know, they, and you know, you take that to Villa and you uh, the King Power win there, and all of a sudden we're, we're we're six points out of six, and that's how you've got to look. As well, it's bracketed down a lot shorter these days. You, you, you're comparing smaller groups. You know, you don't look. You know, it's easy to look at it as a season, but if we keep looking at season, all you're going to see is that they're not performing. But you look at our mm. chart. That's a good. That's a good three games we managed before in between our last two defeats. So if we can do that, yeah, in the last eight games, we'll end the season on a high, whether it's seventh yeah. somehow or eighth or ninth. Yeah. I mean. Looking at our form then, I mean, you've got Arsenal there and it's kind of like, we, we always seem to lose against Arsenal, don't we? <laughs> Almost like, a, not yeah. a given, but it's like, yeah, okay, it's Arsenal. Um, yeah. We beat Brentford. Who, let's be honest with you, they've been, they've been tearing up trees again. They, they've got the mojo back. Um, we drew yeah. with Man United, which, let's be honest with you, we were robbed on that. And I do think we should have won that. I don't care what anybody else says. And we beat a very good Crystal Palace side. And, I mean, the loss we've got there against Newcastle um, was, as we say, 95th minute. That could easily have been a, 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 another black dot. So it's not all doom and gloom for us. No, it's not. And that's, that's how you have to look at these principles. Because you could do this, like I said, you could do this for our form for a whole season. And yeah. and, and it, looks, it looks where it is. And you think, oh, maybe they have been really, really bad. But... The fact is, when we've had good periods, we've had some unfortunate moments. Like you said, unfortunately, Arsenal is the worst ground we lock, we, we go to. Yes. Um, <laughs> I agree with you. I think we beat a Brentford side that are on the up and have found their mojo back. You know, they've got their Cambiasso, as we I, I, I thought of the comparison, you know, in, in mm -hmm. terms of they've got their, they're getting a, you know, a great benefit from bringing in Ericsson. Mm. Um, that's, that's, reap their season to, to back to where it was looking at the start of it when they were, were really high up. They're doing really well now. So that was actually a really good win in the end. And we was comfortable until we conceded in that game. Mm. You know, we was better side throughout. And again, I agree with you. Slightly unfortunate not to come away with three points from that. And again, it only took it only took three glorious opportunities for the bugger to put it in the back of the net. I don't know about Ivory Coast, but he's got to have some Irish up in only that Zara because he had a horseshoe and a half up his arse in that game. Two penalties <laughs> and a rebound on the second one. Yeah, I and, know. And again, I know. we saw that out comfortably. It was just unfortunate against Newcastle. Uh, yes. and, and that's something we need to eradicate. If we do that, I'm already starting to look forward to next season. Yeah, I mean... You know, you can see there the league positions. You know, we 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 can see that um, if I use the right mouse, it helps. Uh, you can see that sort of. I mean, we're we're up in ninth 
at the moment. Uh, Everton, I mean, it sounds good, nice, but obviously there's a, there's a huge points difference. But we have got games in hand, uh, but we need to make the most of those. And uh, Everton, obviously, as we say, are in 17th. But in the form table, and this is looking at the last six games, just taking those into account. I mean, we're eighth on there. We were we were third, but unfortunately losing um, to uh, to Newcastle dropped us down. Everton, though, they're, 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 well, they're in 16th. So they were pretty much, we're both where we pretty much are in the league, <laughs> to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, we haven't played each other this season yet. Um, and... You know, last season it was well. <laughs> you can see there again. Uh, the first game we lost to Everton, and the second one we we, we drew. So, yeah, I said we just can't take this for granted. I know you got to be careful of poking the bear, and um, yeah. and I think Everton. You know, they they they. they as I say, if I was an Everton fan, I would be looking at this and thinking, yeah, I'm going to be playing Leicester now than, than Man City. I mean, do you think? I mean, did they make the right choice in um, in Frank Lampard? I mean, he's taken some criticism, but he's got to sort of he's got to start somewhere. All these managers have, um, you know. I mean, credit to Rain Rooney. I know Derby have gone down, and it's very funny and what have you. Well, it is to me. Um, I don't want to see him go bust. But I did enjoy seeing them go down, but he's sticking there, giving his due, and he's learning his trade. For him to turn it down, as rumored. Um, that kind of sort of maybe says what trouble Everton are in at the moment. Uh, I also think he maybe doesn't want to cause as much controversy as some of his near moves, shall I say, in his in his mm. footballing career caused or nearly caused cause for a little bit. Um, yeah. And, you know, he, he was given a respectful job at Derby. It was a hard job and maybe he felt, if I can prove myself here, which to be fair, I think he did. Despite yes, them going yeah. down, I think as a manager, he really proved he's got well, it He was there, he got them into the playoffs, didn't he? So, Well, yeah, and, and if it weren't for the points deduction, I don't know where they'd be, they would actually be this season, but they'd, they'd be more than safe, wouldn't they? They'd be... Yeah. So you've got to give major credit to them. We saw what happened to us, you know, it, going down to League One, end up being, weirdly, end up being the best thing that happened to this club in the most mm. messed up way possible, but it did. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I think there's too much Evening, egos. There's too many egos in that dressing room that wait for the fate. Either way, mm. you know, I don't think big players like Richarlison are going to be there next season regardless. There's already rumours and reports coming out saying it. And as much as I hate them, sometimes there is only, sometimes there's no smoke without fire, but Again, lazy journalism. It's easy to latch on to say there's the trouble they're in. So, yeah. I mean, I think I remember when we we got um, demoted, uh, demoted, relegated uh, just after O'Neill left, and we got rid of Taylor. Oh God, it still makes me uh, still makes me shiver when I say that that name. Um, and we got. You know the players stuck with us, didn't they? They, they? they, you know, is it didn't leave straight away and. We came straight back up, but it's a different world now, isn't it? It's a different game. And yeah, it with you, yeah, it is, and and a lot of that's down to how they structured the parachute payments. You had the, you had, in the way you you have a mini you have a mini version of that of, that, of the Premier League's power struggle with 
mm. money in the championship because it's still the same. It might be on the same scale as what it is in the Premiership with hundreds of millions being spent by clubs. But you're getting clubs that come... The, the, the term yo-yo club is becoming more and more popular with the handful of Premier League clubs because yeah. they're financially stable as it is. They're very well off. I'm not saying they don't deserve these payments and it should all be equal if you're able to get there, but there comes a point where maybe you start to look at the championship and I'd be a bit worried if we're going stale and, and we keep on this merry-go-round where it's the same three or four clubs. I think that's why now teams like Brentford's making it and Sheffield United two seasons ago making it, you know, a lot of neutrals were behind them to stay up because we wanted a different face. You know, some of us are looking at Luton and probably got them as an eye on that we've got a cheeky £2 bet on or maybe, or, you know, we, we, we're checking their results a little bit more closer because we'd like to see someone different in the Premiership because you do have that fear mm. that with these parachute payments, and that's the thing, you saw, you've seen how easy it is. Newcastle is a prime example. Spent one season out, bounced straight back up with like 100 points. I still remember people salivating about Wolves getting 90 odd points, even though no one made a big deal about us getting 100 points. But I'm not bitter, I'm not sour. We move on. Oh, I can tell. Um, I can I tell. Mean, we won a the League, they haven't won anything. But, I, and, you know, we move on. Anyway, uh, but yeah, you know, it's just something that maybe needs to be looked into. But that's 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 for a different discussion. That's, that's the only thing that Everton have got. They'd get a clear out from it, wouldn't they? They'd get a clear out of unwanted. Players yeah. that aren't really wanting to be there for a fight because if they lose their bottle and go down, you need to get rid of them players. That's what Everton needs to make sure they do it either way. Yeah, I know. It's Brendan Rodgers today said Everton shows money does not always matter. Uh, yeah, your league position definitely matters. I mean, Newcastle might be happy with how things have gone for them, and that that is well and true, but. They were bad beforehand, and unfortunately, look, the blame's going to go towards the board, and it's going to go towards the appointment of Rafa and the inexperience of Lampard if they go down the season. But really, the, the the problem goes way back, doesn't it? If you really think about it, how much money did Ronald was Ronald Koeman allowed to waste willingly? And that's where yeah. it goes wrong for clubs sometimes. Sometimes the board just go look. You want us to back a manager. We hired this guy. He, you know, they have a meeting. They've sold a dream on both ends. They sell themselves. You don't, you know, like Chris, you sell yourself to a company if you want to get hired by them. Yeah. You make yourself more plausible than the rest. And you're thinking, right, we've got to trust somebody. We want to progress as a club. This guy's convinced that he can do that. We're going to trust him with this money, with my money, as the owner might be saying. And then it got it backfires, and that's just something that you have to do as a football owner. It's not an easy business. I don't envy football owners of any clubs, even if they are arseholes, like 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 sometimes think of their owners. You know, not to say names and put them out there, but I'll just you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> we have to remember that as well. You know, this problem wasn't like the owners aren't giving money to Rafa to spend. It's they gave mm. it to someone else, and the naughty went out and got three goals worth between them. I, I, I mean, I did actually, again, I asked Elton um, about Damari Gray. Where did I... Waste of money. Sorry, I said that out loud, didn't I? Sorry, that was... Yeah. That, that was like, oh, it's that like was a brain thing, mate. I can't help it. Every time someone mentions Damari Gray, I have to say how, how useless he is. 
Sorry. <laughs> no, you're quite right. You're quite right. I'm just trying to find. Let me just find uh, what what he said about Demari Gray, and I will put it up on on the screen because um, you know we all have our thoughts about Demari Gray. Um, and Elton's not one. He doesn't mince his words. I've heard some of his podcasts because uh, he does a lot of. If you're on Twitter, he does a lot of these spaces, and um, I've oh, yeah. heard him. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's just uh, now my system decides not to work. Having trouble connecting. Please check. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, I can hear fine, mate. Yeah, yeah, I'm still well. Uh, yeah, it's not the chat does not appear to be working for some reason for me. Uh, but basically, oh, here we go. Here we go. Turn it off and turn it on again. Uh, for 1.7 million, you can't argue. Started well for us, but hasn't continued in the same uh, vein. Nothing more than okay. I mean, that's kind of... You could be a Leicester fan saying that, couldn't you? <laughs> yeah, except the problem is we spent an extra three million than they did on him. If, it, if we'd have spent 1.7 million, I said, well, we talk about scraping the value for money aspect, but yeah, yeah I, I, I would go to say that you probably paid... You probably given the lowest case example of getting exactly your money's worth because you probably got exactly 1.7 million. I mean, I found it... I ended up scratching my head. I don't understand why, but people were asking me the question early on in the season. Oh, I bet you gutted. Are you gutted you let Demari Gray go because of what he started at Everton? I went, there's a reason a club that paid less than that sold him for less than that. Yeah. You know, we got some money back off by it for him. I can't yeah. remember how much it was. I don't think it's as much. I think it was 1.7. I think I think Everton yeah. paid yeah. exactly the same to them as they paid to us. Yeah, because I see. I see, no, when they got him from, yeah, because Bayern, but he went to Bayern, didn't he? And I he think went there was to a German club. I'm not sure which one. Yeah, we, just we, we went, he went to Bayern Leverkusen. Mm. Um, he went to Leverkusen from us, and I think at one point there must have been a misprint. Because papers were reporting that they were willing to pay fourteen million for us, and I think a lot of people have it in their heads that Bayern paid us, Bayern, Bayern Leverkusen no. paid us fourteen million for us, and it didn't. And that's no, why I don't know. We got the one point seven. Yeah, I think yeah. the reason I said I said if he was that good, because I think he scored on his debut for Leverkusen, didn't he? I did. And they obviously raised him that much after that goal that they sold him for what they paid us for. <laughs> There's just a theme going on here Watch with Demari Gray, isn't there? Watching yeah. score now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know he's going to. I mean, all this, you know, all this dissing of of Demari Gray. He will obviously forever. I will. I will love him forever for that goal he got against Cardiff. Um, oh yeah. After, yeah. I'm not going to dispute this match. Just because no, I don't think no. he's a talented footballer. Scott says here. Brad, I've had a thought of a, an idea for your show. Who is more useless? I always say Perry's or Damari Gray. We won't get onto that, otherwise we'll be here all night. It's just but Brad... the and expletives about certain players, and that's that. We don't want that. It's <laughs> shit, Scott. Brad's saying here, and I tell you what, we're going to do. We're going to do a. Um, we're going to do a team choice now. Would you play Chowdhury or Sumare as a CDM and push Mendy into vision that Tillemans normally uh, operates? So I'll tell you what, Brad. Here we yeah, go. Well, we did it last time. Let's do it again this time. Remembering we've got no James Justin available in the names, but we, we can still pick him. Um, if you were Brendan, would you go for 4 3 3 again? Yeah, there's no reason. There's no reason to change it because. No. Um, well, we've tried changing it and it didn't work for Brendan. So that's something. I, I'm sorry, eight games to go. You might as well stick to what you're good at. Yeah. Even yeah. if it 
even if it's stuttered a little bit against Newcastle, you're going to have to stick to it and work on a plan B now in the summer. That's going to be one of the things Yes, I'm sure Brandon will crack on with when he's got more time with a fully fit squad. Who are you going to put in at left-back? Are you going to stick with Thomas or bring Justin back for this one? Or say and this is I'm your starting lineup. I mean, obviously, yeah, you know, I'm not yeah. saying that these players will play for 90 minutes. So who you would start yeah. with? Yeah. But 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 weirdly enough, I'm actually gonna put Castagne on my left. Okay. I think he's gonna put Castagne on the left hand side. Uh I get what you're saying. And on then on the other side on the other side, on the right. I think he will go with. I'm pretty certain he's available. Ricardo Pereira. Yeah, I, th- I think. I said that I've got to answer the quiz question. <laughs> it's because <laughs> sometimes I can't remember if he's still fit or not playing, or if he's had a niggle somewhere else. Because sometimes he just gets some walk into the shop. Sometimes doesn't he? <laughs> Pereira. Do you, to, do, you want, yeah. do you want to phone a friend? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll ask the audience. Yeah, it, it, it's a surprise because normally we'd be talking about a game in Europe for you know team for European, but obviously that's going to be next week. Two centre backs. Um, do you again now? Do you go back to Fafana and Evans? I, I I think I think you I think you do I think mm. you do because I think with the rotation I think the idea would be that maybe you don't see Evans out of the two of them if not it, this or this is how they're going to do the centre backs going forward I think it'll be Evans and Fafana yeah centre backs no I haven't got a Fafana so <laughs> if anybody thinks I, I, I'm cheating, I'm not. I just don't have a Fafana. Yeah, <laughs> just, just, put somebody, just put somebody in who we know is not going in this squad if they're available. Put put them in, and, and people won't think you've gone crazy. There we go. We know Ryan Bertrand's going to get nowhere near it because yeah, he's yeah. injured anyway. Nobody watching, anybody tuning in, just just let them know in the comments that Bertrand is Fafana because the BBC forget that he's a footballer. Yeah, um, in fact, I think it actually goes the other way around, doesn't it? But never mind, never mind. Now you get what we're doing. That central defensive midfield role. Now this is the question that Scott was asking you. Yeah, see, again, I, I, I don't know which game he's going to rest Dewsbury Hall for, but I'd imagine he's going to rest him for at least one of them, unless he thinks, yeah. unless the kid's showing that he can do. You know the game on Wednesday, the game on Saturday, and then the game on Thursday. If he can, then he's going to play. Well, he has uh, just done three games, hasn't he? In fairness to yeah. him, I mean, there's no reason. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes, like I said, like I've talked about with the stamina thing with with Yuri, it's not giving the lad an excuse. Some players have incredible, impeccable stamina that they play each game as if it's nothing, mm. like Jupiter Hall was doing at the moment. And some players just cannot do that. It's it's not something they can do. They they might just have the natural talent to get away with it and still put performances, but they are going to need that break in, in a game. And for me, Yuri Tillman's not getting it. I'm going to have to say it's Mendy. I just think he Mendy plays. Mendy. He's got the more experience for this and what he needs. Yeah, and I've got to be honest with you. For me, I think Tillman's is wasted in that defensive role. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I re- really do. I mean, you know, I think, you know, I think looking, you know, everybody's been saying for the last couple of games, oh, you know, Tillemans hasn't looked good. Is he giving up? And I think it's just the fact that he's been, he's been asked to play out of position. If he was, yeah, he I, think I, I think I said the other day, he didn't tell that if I, if he was playing in that role in the FA Cup final, he doesn't get that goal. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that was the role that Perez technically held on that. That's where he won that ball, wasn't it? Where it, it definitely didn't strike his arm. You're all blind, Chelsea fans. Never happened. But uh, you know, that's that's the sort of when when you know Perez was on the deep, the defensive for yeah, you know, for the counter and and that was such a long way. Tillemans was was in that number ten role or that number eight role, wasn't he? Where we which is where yeah. his natural plays. Here he's just being asked to maybe compensate a little bit for Mendy, which I think Brendan Rodgers needs to, like you say, Chris, needs to stop doing because it, it just maybe starts to give Mendy the idea that he's not too trusted there as it is. And maybe he needs to allow Tenement to be expressive. Or it could just be the genius it is and not and not not the bell end that we've never called him out on this channel, Chris, have you? No, good lad. And uh, maybe he's gone, you know, maybe, maybe it, it's something that Brendan's trying to get more out of Tillman. So he's telling him, right, save your energy, use it at the, don't use it all the time to get forward and get forward and get forward. Save that energy, pick your moments mm. better to get forward. And he's hoping to get more out of him. So he's, you know, he, he doesn't go forward 10, 15 times a game, he goes six or seven times a game. We don't know, yeah. but no. if it is fatigue, rest him here. And unfortunately, even though it's probably not his best role, it's like for like his Madison. Yeah, I'm just. <laughs> I, I thought I thought then for a minute that um, uh, Liverpool were playing Man United because Man United had got the uh, it was like a white top on. It's that white one with like the blue blue de- uh, design in it and and light blue shorts. I'm thinking like, who is that? You know, and it is Man United, of course. Um, yeah, I just think we know Mendy can do that job. He's done it before. He, he did yeah. it last season when 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 you're um, when indeed he was injured. So I don't see any reason, like you say, why he can't be trusted in that role. Yeah. Um, then to the to the right or to the left of him. I mean, if he's fit to play, it's got to be Jewsbury Hall. I can't, I can't, I can't just put someone in for the sake of putting him in like a Samara because if he's fit no. to play, Jewsbury Hall has to play. He's yeah, he doesn't and look even, like even like you say, play. even if he only plays forty-five minutes. Yeah, even if he plays forty-five minutes or an hour, and then maybe a Samara comes on something like that. I'd yeah. much rather see that than him be rested and then thrown on for twenty minutes in this game if it's not working out. If he can play it. Because if not, yeah. things get a bit complicated for that area. So I have to say, two three all. Yeah, no, no, I, I agree totally. I agree totally. And like I said at the start, you know, this is you know this, the starting team, so it, it could very yeah. well you know uh, uh, change as it goes through. Um, do you play Yuri again? No, Madison. You give Madison, him that rest, yeah. even if it's something that's not worked tactically or he needs a rest mentally. Give him this rest. It's the best opportunity you're going to get. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, on 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 paper, you would say Aston Villa were going to be the um, the more the tougher game. I mean, I say it's not on paper. Football's not played on paper. But you know, when you're looking at it, you would guess that that's going to be the tougher game. So this is probably the better one to rest him for. Um, yeah. 
are we going Daka or are we going Enacho in that central uh, attacking role, the, the one attacker role that we have? I think I've got to give credit to Brendan again. He's using Daka wisely this season. He's not leaving him out in a cold entirely, but no. he's he's allowing him to develop on the training ground. And when he thinks he's able to exploit that the best and really show what he's learned, he's, he's using them for these games. Now it's not paid off as much as Daka would have wanted in front of goal. He's, no. he's not, you know, you know, you know, he's not found the net as often as he would like. And it, it, not for fault getting the chances either at times. But mm. I do agree. I think Nacho comes in for this one. Uh because, you know, there's no Vardy, so you need to be making sure these two are rotated as well. And so in you yes. know, again, give him that chance to work on the things that he's spoken about in interviews, the dropping back and collectible, building his strength. He gets another yeah. week to do that. He doesn't get caught up on it and he can come off of the bench. You know, yes. if he comes off the bench and grabs as a late winner, happy days again, aren't we? Or he gets yep. an assist. And 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 for me, I mean, you know, we've, you've said it before uh, and I agree with you. You know, if Vardy goes so many games without scoring, it's, oh, it's Jamie, you know? Yeah. All, all still well with the world, you know, and the fact that Jamie Vardy is on the pitch as that fast striker, you know, d- distracting the defenders, that's part of his job. Um, yeah. Whereas, you know, Dak, as you could say, is doing the same thing. And I think we've got to cut him some slack and, and let him get used to yeah. playing in this country. You know, like you say, Brendan's, you know, we've, <laughs> you, you have to take your blue tinted spectacles off and look at it and go, actually... Yeah, Brendan's easing him in here. And it's like with Samari, you know, he's obviously decided that Samari's going to take that little bit longer to, to get used to the English game. And so he's taking his time bedding him in, if you yeah. like. And not yeah, every I player is a, is a is a Fafana and you can put him in and, you know, they, they, they it's like yeah. they've you know, they played here all their life. Yeah, and I don't mean I don't mean it in a horrible way to, to, to Leicester fans, but I think we've, we've, we've become a little bit spoiled in that area. Because we mm. have had the Farnas come in and be amazing. We have had a Yuri Tillemans on loan be amazing and, and then sign for us to be amazing. And we've signed yeah. a James Justin and injuries have made in corporate has been amazing. And we've had youth products, right? It's be, We've become so accustomed, like, I think we'll probably be better and spoiled for seeing instant success from these from these players that get rave reviews. And we, some more were signed from a, from a team that stopped PSG winning the league. You know, yes. he, he ain't exactly yeah. a slouch. He's got no, something no, about no, him. totally. Yeah. So again, I just say, yeah, yeah, just say, Liverpool is. It's four minutes into the game, and Liverpool are one nil up. Cricket, cricket. If, yeah, if you're a Man United, although they are checking it for offside, but if you're a Man United fan, I mean, I've got to be well, honest with you, knife and and hot knife and butter springs to mind. You know. Oh, um, and there's yeah. a couple of this, this fisticuffs, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Anyway, that was that's their game. Um, yeah, Scott thinks we should put Vestergaard up front. <laughs> yeah, then he does say hey, he's only joking. Martin O'Neill did it with Steve Walsh and Matt Elliott. Don't rule it out. No, yeah, out. you know. Let's be honest, we wouldn't probably be where we are. Yeah, we probably wouldn't be where we are without um, without Steve Walsh scoring them goals. Uh, yeah, don't rule it out. Stranger things have happened. Stuart Pearce won't play David James up front. So, yeah. And he nearly got an assist if he had a better touch. He'd got an assist the way he was going. That's true. That is true, actually. Um, okay, so looking at um, 
either side of it, Nacho. On the left, your thoughts about who would go on the left? I think you, do you bring, do you bring Barnes back in. No, and that might sound strange, but Barnes did not change that game down that no. side. In fact, no, he, he slowed it down, if anything. Yeah. And I think he's one that maybe because Yori's got to focus on him, but because the papers are allowing fans to focus more on Yori with his situation and contract, and it's not interesting. Oh, God, that's that, you know, if yeah. you struggle to sleep at night, so listen, just get that on a loop. It'll put you to sleep within seconds. You'll be, you'll be out yes. like a light. <laughs> that's but true. Harvey Barnes has gone, you know, sometimes we've said Harvey Barnes goes a little bit underappreciated. Well, this time he's, he's getting a little, he's not completely, but he's getting away with a bit more of a, getting away with not taking a bit of the slack, if, if for lack of a better yes. way of expressing yes. it. Because, He's been a bit one-dimensional recently. He's been figured out. And maybe that's something mm. that, that Brendan and, and, and his team need to work on Harvey with and, and, and note it and, and, and try and work something with Harvey. And maybe it's something they need to really pick up on and alert it because I'm seeing it as a fan. I don't know if you have, Chris, but he seems to only have one or two moves. Mm. You know, he's, yeah. like a, he's, like, he's like one of them chess pieces that you can only move one a pawn you can only move diagonally to tape or whatever it is or whatever you know yeah. what I mean he's only yeah. got a few moves and, and, and defenders have figured him out and he needs threatening up he needs another couple of tricks to his arsenal and I think he needs out for this game and yeah. purely because I'm not having him on the right despite what people might think he's not going back Paris is going back on the bench right but I would want <laughs> I can't believe I'm saying this, but I, you know, you, you know, I think I want Mr. Reliable on the left. And I want us to use that left side to be the one where we not slow things down, but that's where we kind of take that side and, 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 and put a put a ball in behind the defence to get in them quicker and we use Albright. I want Albright on the left. Wow. That surprised me. I agree totally with, with Barnes. Um, uh, and, you know, he didn't change the game when he came on. He, he's had two put him. He was taken off early on the, uh, uh, you know, on, on the um, PSV game. Um, and he, he didn't do anything when he came on. But then in fairness, I, I, don't, I don't like making, unless it's an injury, or a player is getting absolutely roasted, which you can usually tell within the first 10, 15 minutes, I never see a point in changing like for like, because it very rarely changes yeah, I don't think the it's game. Like for like, because Albrighton is not a young player. No, no, lad. no, well, that's when we only took Luckman off, sorry. I mean, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, no. I just didn't. I, th I didn't see the point. And you know, it was it was Barnes who got took off for Luckman because he wasn't playing well. And then Barnes got taken. I, 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 like I say, and, and uh, Brendan has his ways, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I would have gone Luckman on the left personally because he does get seem to play better for us, and it is his preferred side. Now I know yeah. when Barnes is fit, he doesn't get in there, um, but. I I, I I love Luckman. I think we should sign him. Yeah, I do. Pogba's, Pogba's off already. Um, he's probably gone off early so he can pack his bags. Uh, well, I, 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 I want him. If it's, if it's 15 million, for God's sake, you know, we paid 15 million for Vestergaard. And yeah. uh, you know, obviously, Brendan trusts him because he's coming on. He's, he's 10 times better than, than under. But 
he is better on the left-hand side. But, you know, you've gone for Brighton on the left. Who are you going well, for on the right? That's why I'm putting Lukeman. I'm putting Lukeman on the right. And the reason I'm doing that is look mm -hmm. at my wing-backs. You've got an overlapping wing-backs in Castagne and Ricardo, but you've got a very defensive-minded... Um, you know, you've got a very defensive-minded Castagne in the sense that he, if he knows who's in front of him, like it's an old Brighton, he knows yeah. the right time to make runs. And, and he can be a bit more adventurous because he knows he's got a defensive winger in front of him. That means if all Brighton gives the ball to go on, he's going to be one that sits back and it allows him to be a bit more forward. It allows him a chance to recover. As Ricardo has that ability with Lutman at his side, we've seen how Lutman can either give the wing support or he can cut inside. Mm. It's. I think it benefits both our wing-backs just better having. Mm -hmm. Plus, we're not going to be predictably going down the left and going, oh, it's going to go to Arvid Barnes and he's going to run down the wing and then he's going to pass it all the way back to James Justin or whoever else on the left-hand side. And then he's going to get the ball back. I get that. Oh, I get that too. You know I mean? yeah. It's a little bit more different. It's yeah. a little bit more And that style of play goes on the right and teams aren't yeah. used to that. Yeah. I think I think if you look, you know, when we've had like Luke Thomas, um, Kieran Jewsbury Hall and Barnes, they have combined. And in the last few games, I think, you know, yeah. uh, whoever's been playing on the right has been able to get his deck chair and get some sandwiches out. Um, for for yeah, me, yeah, I, I, I would agree with that to a point. Um, I would probably have Luckman for all Brighton. On that side, and bring yeah. Madison forward instead of O'Brien. And I wouldn't start with O'Brien. Mark O'Brien, love him to bits, love him totally to bits. But for me, his like I say with Vardy, I think his days are becoming now where he's better as an impact sub because you know I, you know, I don't think he would. He, I, I, for me, it's just my opinion, and obviously football is all about opinions, but I just think he's better better coming off the bench. The question is, though, who would I then put in that position where we've yeah. currently got Madison, of course? Um, and let's have a look at what, what alternatives they give us. Um, I'm having to challenge with Pats and Dashie James, Madison. I mean, normally you'd say Tillemans, wouldn't you? But uh, yeah. I, I can't, I can't bring myself for or Iozzi Perez. Um, I'd probably, I'd probably have to say, let's give Samaria a go and see what happens. But yeah, you know, it's just, it's just for me as well. What I think you get is you get the opportunity to to catch everything off guard because I think they will fall into the trap. If, they, if, if Brendan thinks about it and, and mm. maybe Frank Lampard will study Leicester and he'll realise that they predominantly attack down the left and they do it with pace. And if come yeah. an hour before kickoff, he realises they haven't actually got that pace on that side. There's no loop on that side. He's on the right-hand side or and there's mm. no Harvey Barnes. I'm, not, I, I, I'm going off what I want to see as an 11 as well here and, and how I, I think we should line up because personally, I think all of a sudden you throw a spanner into the works because they've been training all this week to try and stop us going down the flanks. And then if they've got somebody who can ping in a Steve Guppy-esque ball, either at the edge of the box or on the halfway line he can do it from, you mm. throw them off because Lutman gets that freedom down the right. And, and it, in the greatest respects, the way I want to see Samore brought into the game 
is if he's getting picked to play over Mendy in that position. I don't want us being too defensive-minded in this yes. game. I think you need yeah. to have that general in the midfield. And that's why I would have done what you said there, Chris. I would have put Madison on the right and, and Luke on the left. But I want yes. us to be a bit more versatile. I maybe want to start having an idea how we can change things up yeah. next season yeah. on either side. Yeah. And I think um, that's if we see that if we use up right that way. Like, like Fuchs. Like you said, yeah. every so often he gets a random appearance or a start, and then mainly off the bench. Yeah, and but then yeah, maybe with Samaria, as I say, change him half time, sixty minutes oh. with all Brighton. Scott says there to me, Chris, with your selection of having Madison on the right, does that mean you wouldn't have Perez on the bench then, or wouldn't have all Brighton on the bench as Brendan tends to have either or? I'm not doing what Brendan does. Do you know what I mean? Um, I mean Perez for me, yeah, okay. Let's let's not let's not he had a good 20 minutes against PSV. And as Brad said, where the hell has he been for the other three and a half years? You know, he yeah. he, he, he was it's again he set the goal up against Newcastle. Has he done enough to, to be an automatic start? Not for me. Not for me. And yes, I'd have him on the bench because it, it it's he's He's not a he's not a useless he's player. Fine, so I would have him on the bench, but yeah, uh, because he has anyway. fine, yeah, but that's only because he's finally now put in two performances that warrants you saying he's somebody that I could see, I want to see coming off the bench and keep improving, keep showing yeah, what he is but, capable of. You know don't get I mean? me wrong, you know, I'd still say sell him in the summer. Yeah, I would, <laughs> you know, I'm not going to say that, but you know, while we've got him, let's use him. And and I think, yeah, no, I, and I've got to be honest with you, I would bring on Mark or Brighton before I brought on Perez. Um, you know, yeah. but that's it. But anyway, let's have um, let's have a quick sort of did you knows. Here we go. Um, oh, Frank Lampard hasn't won any of his three Premier League matches against Leicester City uh, as a manager. Uh, no side has he faced more often without ever winning than the Foxes. Uh, also three against Liverpool. Um, another, did you know, for Everton, Charleston has scored in four of his last six Premier League matches for Everton against Leicester. The Brazilian has only netted more Premier League goals against Southampton and Wolverhampton Wanderers for each than he has against the Foxes. Um, Leicester, did you know? Kelechi Nacho has been involved in four goals in his last four appearances against Everton in all competitions, um, two goals and two assists. He's played just 157 minutes across those four matches, averaging a goal or averaging a goal or assist every 39 minutes. <laughs> okay, I'll take that. And the last, well, did you know? So on that basis, so Leicester win, Leicester win six two, and Richarlison and Kelechi Nacho are going to score. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that. Uh, Leicester have lost eight away Premier League matches this season, including six of their last eight on the road in the competition. The Foxes have suffered more than eight away defeats in a season um, in 17-18. So we only did that the once. Going to end this now, Brad, because we, we, well, we're going to be seeing each other again in 40 minutes and then we're going to be talking again later in the evening. Uh, so I'd, we just might as well move in together. I'm, I'm interested to see. Uh, I've got all the predictions in here off the ex-players. Uh, Steve Linex has gone nil-nil. Steve Walsh has gone 1-1. Uh, Ian Marsh has gone 2-1 Everton, but of course he's taught divided loyalties there. Jerry Taggart's gone 2-1 Leicester. Uh, Ian Wilson's gone 2-2. Two, two. 
I've gone to one Leicester as well. Um, what way are you going to go? Are you going to be sitting on the fence or are you going to plonk your feet firmly on one side of it? Uh, uh, you know what, Chris? Put, put, put me down for a 3-0 Leicester. <laughs> you know, if you win that, then I'm going to get the lottery number tickets off you next week. <laughs> lottery One, two, number three, tickets? Four, five, lottery six. ticket numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the same six. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Mate, thanks very much for, for popping on. Uh, you're at Full Time Focus on your Twitter. Tell everybody where they can listen to you with your new podcast. Well, ironically, if they follow me on that Twitter handle, at Full Time Focus, they'll, they'll see in the bio a, a YouTube link. If they click that, it'll take them to the channel that you're joining me on tonight. It's called A Matter of Opinion. It's a football subject, episode two. It's actually a nice little fun one. We're discussing. I'm letting the panel just discuss which football teams they think have the most deluded fan base. So if you go to Twitter, search at Full Time Focus, give me a follow on that, click on the link, hit the little subscribe button because it, it just helps and turn the notifications on. And that will be recorded tonight with Chris and a few others. And you'll get to see that tomorrow. So, yeah, that's where you'll find me and, and the channel. Cheers. I'm just, I'm just looking at no, no, well, looking at Madison moaning. Uh, not Madison, um, Maguire moaning on the thing. Like, uh, like, yes, yeah, you left us. The grass isn't greener. Grass isn't greener. Um, I will see you in. Well, I, I should say that there is a on Twitter. I did actually do a poll uh, a while ago about who, which, which of the, which one of three teams had the most. Um, deluded fans and i'm not going to say who it is because i'll discuss that tonight on the podcast so make sure you uh tune in is it tomorrow when it'll be up and live yeah so it's getting recorded tonight as mm. as, as you oh, 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 you know anyway it's getting recorded tonight <laughs> but i have to pro, I, I, i'll edit it tonight and i'll have it set to go up for about about 11 o'clock is what i'm aiming for is when i'll get it all done it'll be on yeah. spotify i'll have that set mm. published to go up at, at at ten. So if you're out and about and want to get to listen, it's the same over on Spotify. Just find that in there. Uh, yeah. That will go up on my Twitter page as well. But once it's processed on through through the app that I'm using, it will be on YouTube as soon as I, as soon as I get up and start processing. Indeed. And the advantage you've got is that you can listen to us without having to look at us. I know that's a brilliant thing. I made sure no one has to see our ugly faces, mate. <laughs> that's where I go wrong, you see. Scott, thanks for popping in the chat and moderating. Do appreciate Cheers, it, David. Thank you very much for popping in as well. Uh, Elton, I know you, you're not here. I can see you're not in. I don't know if you're listening at all. Um, I love talking to Elton. He's actually he's actually sent me his number, so I can we're gonna have a chat tomorrow. Um, off, off, off screen so uh, he loves talking football I love talking football we all love talking football that's what we're here for thanks very much Brad and I will see you in 40 minutes yeah see you mate thanks very much mate cheers no oh it's now by the way just it's 2-0 <laughs> yes, anyway. 20 minutes it's 2-0 at this rate it could be 6 or 7 oh, oh dear I'm getting I'm getting signals. Southampton are upset that Manchester United are trying to go for their 9-0 trophy. <laughs> that is very, very true. Um, I'm just looking to see if I've got anything suitable to play for Man United. Um, maybe just this. <laughs>
Oh, dearie, dearie me. See you at nine, Brad. Thanks very much, mate. No worries, matey. See you then. Cheers. Bye-bye. Thanks to Brad. He stood in there for, for Elton. Uh, thanks very much to Brad for doing that. And Elton, mate, I will ring you tomorrow. We'll have a chat. Get your grandson around. We'll see if we can get this uh, get this working and get you on. Uh, if not for the watch along for the um, post match, which I'll be back with Brad again. I mean, me and Brad, we, we might as well just say we, we live together. <laughs> Why not? Uh, no, I appreciate Brad coming on there. Thank you very much. And um, I will be back at nine o'clock with, with the aforementioned Brad and Steve Linux, uh, our next player, when we're doing our prediction league. So. Thank you for listening. If you have been listening on your favourite podcast platform, we are available across all the main platforms, including um, uh, <laughs> Scott. That's naughty. That's naughty, Scott. But, <laughs> but very, very funny. Uh, we're available on all the main podcast platforms. Like I say, Amazon. Um, oh dear, so Alex doesn't look happy. Amazon, um, we're on Apple iTunes, Google, Spotify, and many, many others. Wherever you listen to us, just search Lester Till I Die and you'll find us. And obviously, if you are watching on YouTube, thank you so much. Please smash the likes, um, share it if you're able to, and uh, please, please, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can turn notifications off if you don't want to get bothered every time I go live. Back at nine o'clock with the uh, prediction. So I'll see you then. Good night. Stay safe. See you in 40. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.